No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Ezekiel dramatically portrays the prince in Jerusalem going through the wall and into captivity. Then the people will know that God is the Lord. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Ezekiel chapter 12 on Simply the Bible. Most people like a good story, movie, or play. We like to see examples of life. They help us learn about ourselves and others. Often, the Lord would have his prophets do action sermons where they would dramatically portray their message. Such was the case with Ezekiel. We continue in Ezekiel chapter 12. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, you dwell in the midst of a rebellious house, which has eyes to see but does not see, and ears to hear but does not hear, for they are a rebellious house. The people had lost their taste for the word of God. They would not receive a direct message, so God would now speak to them through a dramatic portrayal of events. Ezekiel would act out what would happen to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. This was necessary because false prophets abounded both in Jerusalem and in Babylon, where Ezekiel lived among his fellow captives. A rebellious heart will be blind to its own sins and deaf to the truth. Therefore, son of man, prepare your belongings for captivity and go into captivity by day in their sight. You shall go from your place into captivity to another place in their sight. It may be that they will consider, though they are a rebellious house, by day you shall bring out your belongings in their sight, as though going into captivity. And at evening you shall go in their sight, like those who go into captivity. Dig through the wall in their sight and carry your belongings out through it. In their sight you shall bear them on your shoulders and carry them out at twilight. You shall cover your face so that you cannot see the ground, for I have made you a sign to the house of Israel. God instructed Ezekiel to pack his gear for captivity. He would dig through the wall of his home in the daylight so his actions could be observed by his fellow Jewish captives. He was also to carry whatever belongings he could pack into some kind of a backpack. Then, at twilight, Ezekiel would go out of the hole again, carrying his belongings in the sight of the people. And this time, he was to cover his face so that he could not see the ground. This was a sign to the house of Israel. Perhaps they would consider it and then understand, even though they were a rebellious house. If we refuse to listen to God one way, then he will seek to reach us another way. If we don't pay attention to his word, then he may reach us through circumstances or through another person. I have heard the Lord speak to me through a movie, a story, or even my own grandchildren. So I did as I was commanded. I brought out my belongings by day as though going into captivity, and at evening I dug through the wall with my hand. I brought them out at twilight 
and I bore them on my shoulder in their sight. Ezekiel's success as a prophet consisted in his simple obedience to the word of God. If only we would all be so quick to obey. And in the morning, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, has not the house of Israel, the rebellious house, said to you, What are you doing? Say to them, Thus says the Lord God, This burden concerns the prince in Jerusalem and all the house of Israel who are among them. Say, I am assigned to you. As I have done, so shall it be done to them. They shall be carried away into captivity. And the prince who is among them shall bear his belongings on his shoulder at twilight and go out. They shall dig through the wall to carry them out through it. He shall cover his face so that he cannot see the ground with his eyes. I will also spread my net over him and he shall be caught in my snare. I will bring him to Babylon, to the land of the Chaldeans. Yet he shall not see it, though he shall die there. I will scatter to every wind all who are around him to help him and all his troops, and I will draw out the sword after them. Curious onlookers did take notice of what Ezekiel was doing and say to the prophet, What are you doing? Ezekiel was to tell them that the signs concerned the prince of Jerusalem and the house of Israel. Digging through the wall and bearing the burden in the daytime corresponded to the people of Jerusalem who would be taken into captivity. They would be joining the exiles who were already in Babylon. Going through the hole in the evening would correspond to King Zedekiah, the prince of Jerusalem, who would seek to escape under the cover of darkness when Nebuchadnezzar's men breached the wall. He would be covered with a shroud, either symbolizing a disguise or that he would be blind when he ultimately was taken captive to Babylon. King Zedekiah would think that he had been captured by Nebuchadnezzar, but the truth was that the Lord had spread his net over him and caught Zedekiah in his snare. People tend to blame others for what God has done because of their own disobedience. Now, that's not to say that every evil thing that happens to us is caused by God. But in this case, Jeremiah amply warned Zedekiah to surrender to Nebuchadnezzar. But because of his unbelief and fear of his officials, Zedekiah was unwilling to do this. If he had humbled himself and surrendered to the Babylonians, the city, the temple, and the lives of the people would have been spared. Now, how could Zedekiah be taken captive to Babylon and yet not see it? Nebuchadnezzar would let him watch while he killed Zedekiah's sons, and then Nebuchadnezzar would pluck out Zedekiah's eyes. So he would ultimately die blind in Babylon. This was all literally fulfilled. They shall know that I am the Lord when I scatter them among the nations and disperse them throughout the countries. But I will spare a few of their men from the sword, from famine, and from pestilence, that they may declare all their abominations among the Gentiles wherever they go. Then they shall know that I am the Lord. God would spare some of them so that they could be witnesses to the nations of God's holiness and their own rebellion. The Lord cares about his reputation in the world 
And sometimes our best witness is through our own brokenness. Some of the people of Judah would be permitted to remain in the land, but they would be scattered to the wind when they would retreat to Egypt against the word of Jeremiah. Consequently, they would be pursued by the sword. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, eat your bread with quaking, and drink your water with trembling and anxiety, and say to the people of the land, Thus says the Lord God to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the land of Israel, They shall eat their bread with anxiety, and drink their water with dread, so that her land may be emptied of all who are in it. Because of the violence of all those who dwell in it, then the cities that are inhabited shall be laid waste, and the land shall become desolate, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So here was another action sermon that Ezekiel was going to do. He was going to eat his bread with quaking and drink his water with trembling. And this would be a sign of what was going to happen to those who were living in Jerusalem under the siege. They would dread eating their food, what little they had of it, not knowing at what point the Babylonians would breach the wall. All of this violence would come upon them because of their own violence. Now, we know that there were people killing other people in the streets of Jerusalem. We also know that they were sacrificing their own children as they worshipped their pagan idols. And so violence was coming upon their own heads. Their cities would be wasted. Their land would be desolate. And all of this would happen so that they would know that the Lord was their covenant God that they had violated their covenant with him and that he was bringing this disaster upon them because of it. And the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, what is this proverb that you people have about the land of Israel, which says the days are prolonged and every vision fails? Tell them, therefore, thus says the Lord God, I will lay this proverb to rest and they shall no more use it as a proverb in Israel. But say to them, the days are at hand and the fulfillment of every vision. For no more shall there be any false vision or flattering divination within the house of Israel. So the people were saying this bad proverb, the days are prolonged and every vision fails. In other words, you can't trust anything Ezekiel is saying about his doom and gloom predictions because nothing he says ever happens. God said, I am going to lay this proverb to rest. And instead, they will be saying a new saying, the days are at hand and the fulfillment of every vision. God fulfills all his words in their day, in the right time. And now this was the time of fulfillment. This was the day of judgment against every false vision that the false prophets were saying and every flattering divination where they were telling the people what they wanted to hear rather than the truth. For I am the Lord, I speak, and the word which I speak will come to pass. It will no more be postponed. For in your days, O rebellious house, I will say the word and perform it, says the Lord God. Again, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, look, the house of Israel is saying the vision that he sees is for many days from now, and he prophesies of times far off. 
Therefore say to them, thus says the Lord God, none of my words will be postponed anymore, but the word which I speak will be done, says the Lord God. Now there was another saying going around, the vision he sees is for many days from now. He prophesies of times far off. But now God would no longer postpone his words. It is always dangerous to misinterpret God's patience and think that he will not fulfill his promises. He will fulfill every word that he has spoken. This is very applicable for us today because many people are saying the same sort of thing, that God is not going to fulfill his prophetic word or that Jesus is not going to come again. Peter talks about this in 2 Peter chapter 3. He said, most importantly, I want to remind you that in the last days, scoffers will come mocking the truth and following their own desires. They will say what happened to the promise that Jesus is coming again. From before the times of our ancestors, everything has remained the same since the world was first created. What they don't understand is that God does fulfill his word. He is going to fulfill his word. He will bring judgment and Jesus will come again. Just because it hasn't happened for a long time doesn't mean that it won't. And just understand that we are closer to his return than we have ever been before. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at office at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will return to the book of Ezra, where King Artaxerxes of Persia authorizes Ezra and others to go to Jerusalem at the king's expense to enrich and beautify the temple. What qualified Ezra for this great honor? We hope you'll join us as we continue teaching through God's Word on Simply the Bible.